Good morning, PMO. That was a little weird because there was no now recording. But we are here for the breakfast show in the free show Friday, Poverty Friday, Poor People Friday, uh, oh. General Chat. Uh, <laughs> we are here to oh, provide you with excellence. Yeah, as I have you. really couldn't afford a now recording thing? No, I couldn't afford hey, saying now recording. <laughs> even give us a heads up. We could have just sat here in silence. <laughs> we could have sat in silence the whole time. But we are here for uh, a beautiful show. We have uh, Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy Deloitte. We are back. Another episode. And um, there's plenty of games to talk about. So it should be going. Yeah, plenty of games to talk about. And we're not. Uh, Advance is tomorrow, right? It's not even today. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, well, we are here for a show. We also have Wimmy in the building. Wimmy, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's up, PML? Happy Friday. You know, free show Friday. You know, get get uh -huh. your uh, get your money's uh -huh. worth. We are showing uh -huh. you what you can get on a daily basis if uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. if you subscribe to the Ballers uh -huh. and get live podcast stage. That I like that. I like that. You're flipping it into a sale type of position. Yeah. Where we're we're marketing. We're marketing. We're marketing. I like it. Um, there's not much marketing in Wimville. But we are here. I just had to sneak in the Winville stuff. Um, we also have Cook in the building from the Cookie Jar. Cook, say hello to the people. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, so, we got plenty of games to talk about. Uh, Cook, you missed out on the past couple of shows where we talked about XP, um, you know, speed and, you know, physical training camps. And I just want to get your quick opinion on those couple topics before uh, we move on. And injuries. We talked about injuries, which was a big topic yesterday. Um, how do you feel about, you know, the XP and the, the speed camps? Uh, you know, mainly the speed camps and stuff like that. Because we had a little uh, game the other day where I had people guess how many 90 – Five plus speed players we had uh, as of season five, um, you know, last cycle, and none of them came even close. Would you like to try to guess how many ninety-five plus speed players we had? It's gonna be so good at this. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna go with at least five for each. So five times thirty-two would be one sixty. Uh, I'll go with one eighty-seven. Wow, you actually overshot it by a lot. Um, he, he went high. He went high. He went high. Once I told you that nobody was even close, I'm like, I'm going to overshoot this. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone else That's was exactly so low. What would you say? Because 95 plus speed is elite speed, right? Am I right? It's yeah, a, that's yeah. elite. Um, what would you say is should be a normal number and a good number? I mean, by season four? Um, by season four, uh, season five, by the end of the second. Oh, uh, by the end of season five? I I don't know, maybe like 100. You think 100 is a good number? 
I mean, I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know the measure. Um, I don't know how many there are right now. Uh, tell them, tell them how many there were stars in had, five last year. So we had eighty-eight players in PML that were elite speed. Ninety-five and up is elite speed. Elite speed. There was eighty-eight uh, players, including a ninety-seven speed Kenny Galladay. Um, <laughs> so fucking dumb. That is so so, so much. <laughs> Ninety-seven speed. Bro, he got so many speed rules and XP. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, he was ninety-seven speed. I'm trying to see if there was somebody else. How, how many? How many elite speed do you think we have in the league right now? Ninety-five speed. I uh, I mean, it can't be too much. I would guess maybe like forty. You're close. Yeah, I think it's it was like forty. Yeah, like so you are. You are pretty close. So I'm thinking we'll these ninety-five. Plus speed, Preston Williams was a nice speed wide receiver. Uh, Preston Williams, what the hell does he play? He used many offenses. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about like on the actual? No, he, he was he was on Miami when. Uh, oh, King oh had him. yeah, yeah. When King Mike had him, he had him bowling pretty much. Why the hell is um, Preston Williams ninety six speed? I didn't know, I didn't know I he had that much speed. Yeah, a lot of, he shouldn't. He should never have that much speed. <laughs> um, you know, there was a lot of people. Uh, Miles Boykin got up to 95. He's normal. He's like a 93 speed guy anyway, so he's normally pretty fast. Um, yeah, there was a lot of guys that were up there. Keegan Kittelli was 86. Trying to pick up guys that were Normally fast, like uh, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> oh my God. Um, over 95 speed, that as well. Uh, but, you know, we had a lot of speed. Um, and then from 90 to 94, we had 576 players in 94. Um, I think where we're at, at with like 40 and 50, I think at least speed guys, I think that's still, you know, a little above average. I want to say it's high. I would say it's above average. Um, you know, average, I would say probably like 30, you know, 25 to 35, you know, elite speed type of guys. Um, but, you know, I like the fact that we got rid of the speed camps. It makes it harder to get those elite speed guys. Uh, you would have to get it through just rolls, like you you did with uh, the Lions, uh, with Amros, uh Amon Rossi Brown and Kenny Galladay, uh, with XP being lower, that also helps because you won't get any opportunities to get these roles. So, you know, I think getting rid of those uh, physicals and camps were good. I still think that the camps need to be revised. Um, how do you feel about, you know, getting rid of the physicals and camps? Cook. I think it works well. I think it's worked well. I mean, I think we talked about that before. But yeah, I mean, it's. it's Good to not like oversaturate, but like you know, a lot of players do the same thing, and um, obviously, being I, I, it's also training is more diverse. But like, he has to put more thought into it and stuff. Like, all right, so then speaking what they doing with the rest of these camps, or you know, camp, oh, and I gotta put my quarterback in throw power camp, and then he's yeah. so I think it added more strategy to his training camps as well. 
Yeah, uh, in next cycle, I hope, you know, during the offseason, uh, I'm going to get into JT's DMs and say we need to revise the training camps and make it, you know, still make it. Because right now, training camps are cool, but there isn't that uh, special factor of training camps like they used to be with the physicals. Um, I don't think going back to physicals is the way. I think maybe more bang for your buck. It will be the way, like, you spend five, but you get 15, you know, something like that, five per training or, camp, you get 15 points or something like that. Or something where, like, all right, you get three training camps, but one of those training camps is, like, a 15-point camp. If you can afford it, you can. If you can't, you can't. Like, you yeah. get one 15-point camp, so, and you get to so, five. It be like the PML, uh, I guess, kind of point of leaders than me, but I feel like it should go, the price should go up. Because of inflation. Yeah. You know, free points and all. And the pick on his hand, free points next cycle. <laughs> so, how, how would you feel if, you know, how we had our coordinator situation? How would you feel if it was something like that, where, uh, you know, a lot of people are getting points? Um, you have to, like, like decide. Like, those are the training games now. You, that whole coordinator thing. You could get a speed roll, but it's far. It's very little. You get a depth, but it's very little. And that could be the training camp. Because I think that was, a, you know, a cool thing that we had in PML. I think the coordinators were really cool. Um, the coordinators on top of training camps, you know, it, it would lead to more inflation. I think if we could bring back the coordinators and flip it into training camps and maybe revise that, I think that would be even better because you're not just focusing on just three players. Everybody's going to training camp and, you know, some people get lucky, some people are unlucky. You know what I mean? I, I think that would be cool. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Because that, that was just a lot of like, all right, I hope I get what I want. The training camps, you're, you're trying to send the guy to develop specific skills, so mm-hmm. um, relying on r and think is relying on training specific skills. So you rather you rather do the training camps just because you can have that control of where the guy goes? Yeah, I, I think that's the purpose of the training camp. It's like, especially yeah. it's for younger players, and you want to get those guys. Because uh, the coordinators was for everybody, like, you know, no matter how yeah. old or young you were. The training camps for the younger guys, you want to get them specific skills. So I think in that sense, that's what training camps are about. And yeah, mm-hmm. the coordinators were kind of cool. I mean, there's some of the randomness of it, which is like, all right. I mean, yeah. I, I got pretty lucky with the training or the coordinators, so like I can't bite the hand that fed me. Like, I think Kenny Galladay got a speed upgrade in that thing one year. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like I, it was cool, but like I'm I'm all right with it not coming back. Like I'm I'm, I'm glad with done with coordinators, and we have like coordinators in game that can give us boost. Yeah, the, the inflation was pretty crazy with the uh, the old coordinators on top of training camps because you need a lot. You could get a lot, um, you know, if you were lucky, some dev upgrades and stuff like that. Um, it'd be cool if, you know, the, the whole training camp thing, if, you know, we revise it and then we could have some special things, you know, you get X amount of points um, for a dev upgrade. Um, I don't know if that'll be a thing, but I think he should get a committee together uh, to revise training camps and find a way to make it, you know, training camps fun again. You know what I mean? Like you can make it cool where people are really into training games. You know what I mean? Um, moving on though, let's talk about um, let's talk about the injury side of things. Just wanted to get your opinion on that because injuries 
have been a uh, a thing so far this season. Uh, we just watched Dylan Waddle go down for four weeks, which is huge for the Colts offense. But injuries, in you know, in a sense, I'm posting that episode from yesterday. We we mainly talked about it there. But Cook, let me get your uh, opinion on injuries. How you feel about the injuries, and you know what it's in the league. Um, I mean, I, I like it. I like. I, I feel like injuries are a big part of football. So it would be dumb to say that it shouldn't be a big part of like a sim franchise. Like it, it's definitely like. I definitely test the depth of your team, and that's something I've really liked this year is that, like, injuries have made focus more on my depth than, like, I ever cared about in PML. But it's a good thing, because before, I'm like, all right, these guys are bulletproof. Like, we're straight. But, um, and this is coming from the person that probably has, like, the most injured team in PML history in season two yeah. with the Texans. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what, what you had with that training room, but something was going on. <laughs> Yeah, I legitimately had double-digit injuries at some point, like, in the second half of the season. And I like it. I mean, I, I wish some people experienced what I experienced there. But maybe that was a little extreme. But it is cool to – it's just, you know, a lot of it's, like, people in the trenches that get injured. And some of it off-ball injuries on, like, wide receivers, which, like, Madden. Like, it's a little weird. That doesn't happen too often. But in general, I like this reason. Sometimes I'm like, oh, man, like, we need some like these running backs don't really get injured. We we need running backs to yeah. like bust up their knee. You know, like Caleb Williams got hurt, and that was like there hasn't been many quarterback injuries. There was yeah. him and Rogers. Yeah, barely remember any others. So it'd be cool to see. Some, y'all, was, I'm, I'm gonna say we need golf. I think. No, yesterday, Cook. I said it may sound crazy, but I wouldn't be mad if he had more injuries. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, like, I know it may sound crazy, bro. Cause I just feel like testing the well, depth. First of all, create storylines, well, right? But testing the depth mm-hmm. of the roster is is a strategic part of football, right? Yeah, and then yeah. it it makes everything more unique. So. Well, we talked yeah. we talked about also like more unique, uh, just like injuries themselves. So like like more one to two game injuries. Yes, yes. Where where like you you might have more, but they're like maybe a shorter duration. They're not these like four to five six week ones. Like you, you get a higher number of you know yeah. one to two, and then like maybe a, a a less frequent four to six. Yeah, and I brought up if like if Madden really could like if you could separate the injury sliders into different things like severity and you know severity and um, duration. Dur- well, the severity well, and volume. The duration, but. Uh, volume and uh, severity. Like, you could separate it into two different ones. Or even, like, if you separated the practice one and the the in-game one, you know, you get more severe ones in-game, and the practice ones are usually one to two weeks tops. So if you could put that up and you get more practice injuries and get those oh, hell more no. one to two, one to two, one to two <laughs> weeks, you know, one to two weeks injuries instead of those Four to five, four to six. I, and this comes from a guy that's lost TJ. I think I've lost a key, like two to three key uh, components of my defense every single season. Um, and you know, I've lost Najee a couple of seasons as well. Like I've I've lost players to injuries, and it, it sucks. But I it's, it adds more realism, more them style on it. Also, it also promotes better team management. Um, you know overall and i think that's you know that's also a part of the game it's not just about 
what you do on the field. It's about how you manage your team, manage your players, your depth, all that good stuff. Uh, manage it's contracts, all the good stuff. Part of sports. How many times do we have like what if stories? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what if they stayed healthy or what if mm-hmm. they happened? Yeah. I mean, it's just another one of those in my opinion, man. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And I, like like you said, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if they went up. And one of the guys that's been hit with injuries a lot like Cook. And uh, like D, like you lost uh, a few players as well. Um, I would like to see more running backs, more, um, you know, more running backs, more quarterbacks. Injured. I feel like they didn't get injured enough. Um, I really – have you have you really seen any defense going? Uh, like not, not many I don't think I don't think a lot of corners on either. Yeah, no. Usually, I don't know, the way they program is like cornerbacks and receivers don't really get hurt. Receivers only get hurt blocking in the running. Oh, they're blocking. Yeah, well, <laughs> why right. they yeah. hurt from me blocking um on the, in a dev game? That's <laughs> yeah. I I had that happen. He got hurt blocking, and then like I. It wasn't a dev game though. It was before the dev game because then this week he was like, "Oh yeah, the dev game." And I was like, "You're hurt, bro. What the fuck?" <laughs> like You're I can't playing. put you out here for this dev game. <laughs> You're not playing, bro. Yeah, what do you go? I I was editing one of my videos from like last season, and William Jackson got hurt like at some point during the game, my corner. I don't really remember how, but I was like, that's the only defensive back injury I think I've had all cycle, and I, I don't even think he missed the rest of the game. It was like a he can come back later. <laughs> Just sit down for a little bit. Get some Gatorade. Get some Gatorade. You'll be fine. You'll, you'll, you'll survive. Um, but, you know, injuries, I love injuries. And JT going to be, I doubt he'll be uh, too uh, sad if we voted to put injuries up. You know, <laughs> I doubt he'll be upset at all. Because, <laughs> um, like, what do you call it? Yeah. Two, my, I had, like, so many injuries on my front seven. I had to go to free agency to sign a body to play for me. And not only did this guy play for yeah. me, he started. We were just down that bad. And I'm like, yeah. this is actually more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, I, I'm like, this should happen more. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, and then you find it. Don't your practice squad have to decide if you want to put it back. Because, like, how many times have we been facing, yeah. oh, I need to put a player on IDL to get a roster spot? Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, well, for a Cook, with like twelve players hurt. <laughs> like <laughs> nobody's really had that, you know, where you really have looked at and raw managers and be like, okay, we got for this long, he's okay. Well, I'm have to release somebody now to pick up another player. Like those things are a part of football. And and it adds to storylines, like um, you know, uh, Cook mentioned, like he he brought in a guy and he started. Like I feel like certain oh, no, no, guys. No. I brought in the guy, and the guy got hurt in practice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he you was know. supposed to start, and then he got hurt in practice. What the hell? So you know, you you bring in the guy, and he starts. And I feel like there's certain guys that just perform better than 
their overall. And then you find that guy that performs better than the overall. Like, oh, this guy might have to keep starting for me. He's got he's got three sacks in five games. And, you know, my normal starter had like one sack in ten games. So he might have to keep playing for me. I don't know what it is, but he's just just seems better. So um, Yeah, and when you when you play that, franchises, like those like underdog guys are fun to like just find out of nowhere. Like they have absolutely yeah. no development that you can like take advantage of. So like my example mm-hmm. is in Madden twenty, I I had Boston. I signed him to be like the, literally the fifty third man in my roster, the last running back on my depth chart. He's a seventy overall. He's got no depth trade. He's like five foot two, <laughs> but I played him in garbage, and I was like up like fifty on someone. He started like producing big runs, and I'm like, yeah, that's not bad. Then he did it again, and I'm like, right, you know what? Let me find this guy some minutes in a meaningful game. Then he starts yeah. producing in a meaningful game. And next thing you know, like, he starts getting dev stories. And next thing you know, he's a superstar. It's like, oh, look at that. Like, and he ended yeah. up being, like, one of my comment section's favorite players overall in the whole series just because yeah. he yeah. came from absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, and half of that, I feel like, is just momentum, right? Like, uh, I feel like so many players, like, you know, if you start well with them and, you know, you start – producing with them maybe they get like a tandem breakout or something like you start kind of getting those breakout games like completed mm-hmm. and all of a sudden here you are and uh your dude has just been boosted for the past like four weeks and so i feel like a lot of a lot of things like that like i i, I kind of like it that you can kind of if you have success with one guy he might not be a, like the big name but he can definitely like become one of those big players on your team that you didn't have a role, to. yeah. And it yeah. it might be just you know the way me and Deloitte are, are wired, but we we kind of feel the same. Like we have that make it work mentality, going against the grain, going against what you know the meta is going after all the speed. You want to get somebody like Colin Johnson who's six six two twenty but has eighty seven speed, and you just want to make it work. Like you want to find a way to make it work, and that's what kind of what injuries do because you get somebody a key player injured. Now you got to find a way to make it work. I get Chase Claypool injured. Now I got to find a way to make it work with George Pickens, uh, Trey, uh, Trey Tucker, and other things. Or George Kittle gets injured. I got to make it work with Josh Oliver. Like you got to find ways to make it work with different types of players by the way you build your team uh, you know and also calls for bringing similar uh, abilities where if one goes down you have somebody to replace them you know if you have a case through he goes down you you have somebody like uh somebody i used to have like vincent smith who's got good speed and good size kind of like a chase claypool you know i'm not as strong but similar similar in a sense yeah um but that that whole thing is fascinating and you know even if injuries went up uh we would you know most of the panel i think all the panel wouldn't wouldn't care um at this point because it just adds so much fun to the team building aspect um but let's yeah, I mean, talk- fun isn't the right word but it adds a lot of uh, the strategy it, it, yeah it, it, there's it, yeah it's another level to it there's another factor that has to be you know thought of you can't just well i'm sick because it's fun you- to me you just yeah, can't no, create the, the starters to win. Walk is injured in practice. <laughs> <laughs> Lose them two weeks and beat a lot more. Like, it's not fun, but I think what all of us here is we enjoy roster building. Like, the jamming part is more fun to me than the game itself. Yeah, 100%. 100% so, for me. Um, 
when you have that happen, it's like it's like a strategy game, right? So now all of a yeah. sudden you have a different, you know, obstacle mm-hmm. that you have to kind of figure out. And be like, okay, what this is my next challenge, and it keeps things from getting stale and kind of, you know, just vanilla. So mm-hmm. that's where it it gets fun, really, just because it's like, okay, now I have a different obstacle to try to overcome. Can I do it? And sometimes mm-hmm. you can't, and you like, dang, I really need him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but like sometimes you figure it out. Like, all right, we held it down while he was gone, you know. So yeah. I think that's where that fun is, you know. Especially, you know, yeah. for, like me, Nev. I mean, Cook, you compete, you know. So it's like <laughs> I'm not winning the Super Bowl, so I have my competition. Like my fun comes from different different areas. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's like that's like what PML is, right? Where it's like it's not the game. The games are about fifty percent of the experience. The other fifty percent is managing injuries and all this stuff, doing uh, attribute requests, all, all that stuff that goes in the PML, right? And yeah. The injuries add to that experience where it's not just about the game, but it's also like, it all affects play, but like just another strategy piece where okay, um, Christian Kirk hurt this week. Who's wide receiver number four? I played T Bandit a couple weeks ago. Joe Mixon and Anthony Schwartz were but like we prepared for this. We got yeah. we got yeah. backups. Or it's like uh, Disley was hurt this week, and so it's like, all right, you know, do I want to run my third string tight end as a second string, or you know, I'm on the agency and I can pick up Dan Arnold for that's that's better. So it's like I lost all my linebackers enough because he didn't listen to me when I said, <laughs> <"Go into me."> and <laughs> like. <laughs> So I was like, well, I got to switch it up. Like, I can't just have everybody out there. So I literally, for the game, and it's kind of unsaid as well, you know, that early, I get my game against women, I'm going to go 4-3 because, you know, I'm going to go But then I was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll ride it. I got my good, my two good D tackles will be good with Cleveland Farrell, and he gets hurt at practice. And I'm like, well, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of needed you <laughs> for today. Like, you know, kind of a book for you to be here. And then we just had to try to figure things out. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the whole injury aspect is is a lot of uh, a lot of strategy to it. And you find yourself building, you know, debt pieces. Like, you know, people saw me building practice squad guys. And they're like, good guys was, on your practice was- so um, just so I have well I have I have Jordan Davis who's a, a you know a nose tackle and I had Devondre Sweat which is a nose tackle I didn't need them both on the roster but if Jordan Davis got hurt Devondre Sweat would replace him in that nose tackle so you know, that's why it was being built so um, gotcha. so you know you get you gotta think about the bigger picture bigger picture and uh, yeah. it gives you, you more you got more than me, sir. I, I'm only doing ten players this season. I'm not. I said I'm picking five. I haven't done one in a minute, and it's not that I don't have points. I just have like logged in to fucking do one. I legit, I legit said I'm, I'm holding myself five on offense, five on defense, and I gotta figure it out. Um, but you know, moving on, let's let's talk about games that were played yesterday. The first game to talk about is actually my game, forty-five to forty-one. Uh, we ended up coming That's out with weird. a win. Uh, how convenient. 45-21, we ended up coming out with a win against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And uh, it was an interesting game. Um, you know, I had the lead most of it, um, had control. Um, there was a fourth and one situation. Uh, I, I ran a route, and he was on the sideline. He was wide open. I threw it to him, and then I, I used a switch and possession catch. 
And he hit an where he legit backwards, Max catches the ball and put his feet down. Um, you know, like to me, but he was like five feet out. So I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, the, the game gave me the first out and said it was the completion, and then obviously Jack challenged it, and it ended up being an incompletion and a turnover down. But I was like, oh, that's great. You wide open, and the animation took me out of bounds, even though it was a possession catch. It wasn't even like uh, a rack or a uh, you know a spec catch. Um, well, I mean aggressive catch. Um, but you know, it is one of those. Uh, we were able to go down. Uh, we were able to stop them um, at 35 to 31. We were able to go down to 38, 35, uh, uh, for like a minute and 38. Uh, and that's 30. And went down, failed and scored. Take it 41 to 38. Uh, he missed <laughs> the extra point. And I was like, oh, that's great. My defense kind of hold up. And then for a minute and a half, they called up for 30 seconds. So uh, he goes down and scores, and then we get the ball in uh, Bernard situation, and I'm able to hit uh, Kittle on a uh, a post route. I had a crosser going to the left, but his post coming to the right, and a little yeah, misdirection. Every point in a corner. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so he had he had the uh, he had the, the post coming across the field uh, with the crosser going headway, kind of a misdirection play. And uh, we were able to get it to Kittle. He broke a tackle or two and got in the end zone with four seconds left. Hey, um, so it's a good thing your defense let up the score that early. <laughs> yeah, like, you're gonna to give me a little bit. Give me some time to get him back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least, at least give him some time to get it back. And it gave us enough time, and he wasn't scoring with four seconds left because if he did, I probably would have thrown PlayStation 5 out the damn window. And I would have been. I would I would have been gone, bro. I would have been I would believe if he scored with four seconds left. Um <laughs> nah, but, you know, game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's classic Jack's defense though. Yeah, he he, he did well. Um uh, even James had fifteen yards on the three carries, so he got wow. yards too. Nice. He got a long wait, what was his long? Long of eight yards. Look oh, at that. Yeah, he's earning that. Oh, he's 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 <laughs> better watch out for James Robinson. Uh, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> good, win. good win for us. Uh, to dictate if we sell or buy at the trade deadline in a couple of weeks. We got a couple more tough games. If we win one of those two, uh, we might buy at the trade deadline or stay put. Uh, moving on, though, we have the Texans uh, and the Bills. Uh, zero, zero. Was the final score? No, I'm joking. Uh, Cook, when are you playing this game? Do you guys have this uh, It's like, it's going to be close to advance. Because Bubba is like, he's coming he's, back in town. Yeah. On Saturday. Town. Like, Saturday evening. But he should be back before advance. So, like, we had, Bubba messaged me, like, two weeks before we even got to this week. And was like, oh, um, I'm going to be out of town. But I'm going to be back right before advance. He's going to be available. I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to make myself available for Bubba. And uh, we, we should get nice that game in. Uh, so that game's going to be fun to watch. Obviously, two really good users going at it. Um, we had the, yeah, we had the New Orleans Saints and the Cincinnati Bengals who played. And the Bengals actually blew out the Saints 44-19. Which what, I think we talked about this. Uh, the Saints picked their, their selves in PML knockout, got themselves knocked out while the Bengals <laughs> had no running backs in this game. Like, legit had no running backs. They went down to their full string running back. Um, 
or third string, you know, whatever you want to do, third down back, um, Will Shipley. So tough look for the Saints, really tough look. Uh, yeah. And the on. thing was, Cammy, Cammy was in a one-score game in the third quarter, and then it just completely fell apart. Hello. Really? Yeah. Jeez. He scored a lot of fucking points. It was like 22 or something like that at halftime, and then Bengals went on an onslaught. Yeah. Uh, Once it once it starts raining, it starts to pour. Um, You know, moving on though, we had the. (laughs) What was that? I'm saying speaking of, because then this next game was a a rain game. It was a rain game. Jets Dolphins. Was this one we talked about yesterday too? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is one that I was explaining what happened on the zone where. Fallen had yeah. two different fourth down opportunities to score. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot more than that too. Where it was like, um, SP dot missed a lot of kicks. Like he left seven points on the board on kicks, like two field goals and a PAT he missed. And then Fallen, like you know, got the lifeline and just threw it away because he threw two bad picks, like on the sidelines, late throws. One of them was a pick six by James Williams, and the other one was almost a pick six by Kyle Hamilton that eventually led to a touchdown. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Dolphins now sitting at own six. That trade that he made uh, this offseason doesn't look too good for him. Um, and Which we'll one? Get to the, the one for <laughs> trading, trading for Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, doesn't look too good. Saying, like, the one where he, he uh, gets Hamler and gives up his first-round pick isn't looking so great either. That, that doesn't look good either. He's forcing the ball to Hamler, but, like, is it worth the number one overall pick for KJ Hamler? I don't know. Uh, you know, you wouldn't expect it that you know, if that was one person to be in sole position of an overall pick, I think Fong would be one of the last guys you would assume would be that guy. But here we are. He's making me look bad because I've been the one saying it wasn't a bad trade and like every fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> every week it works. Uh, but this game, uh, you know, the Jets now sitting out. Uh, found a, uh, might have found a uh, baller in piano. Who knows? We'll see how he performs. Uh, you know, closing out the season. Also, you know, in the playoffs, when the when it's actually on the line. Uh, moving on, we had the Minnesota Vikings and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The final score there was forty nine to thirty five, and this is actually a blowout because I was watching it. And you know, I don't know what's going on, but he's thrown into double coverage, thrown into triple coverage. Throwing up you know, ducks for the defense, and you know, uh, the Vikings offense seems to have a rhythm. Like, I'm watching uh, Wimbo play, and he has a rhythm, he knows what he wants to do, he's ex- executing pretty well, and he looks he looks really solid. Um, you know, I, I, I agree with you. He's, he's four and two now, and Jack, Jack, Jack was a one and five. And even that season where he didn't make the playoffs and he, he had a decent record, I I was like scouting at the beginning of the season because I was doing my series, and you know a few times I would scout games that he was involved in because you know my opponents were playing him. And when I was watching, I was like, T Bandit does not look good at all. He didn't look good to me at all. He didn't like the team old. It's, I don't. I don't think he is. He is the T bandit but I think there's. You know, maybe his concepts are getting too stale. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely not working out with the Jacksonville Jaguars this cycle. Because I think he's only made the playoffs once, 
and he got screwed season one, right? Because he should have made yeah, the playoffs that, yeah, that yeah. season. Yeah, and yeah. last year. But Man, I, I, think, think I think I think what T banded like a lot of it might might be the fact that it's that it's May almost June of the cycle. Yeah. So like you know, you have that burnout, but also like if you haven't changed up your shit in a while, you know, you're giving you're giving people three years worth of play calls and content and you're still trying to run the same stuff. Um yeah, so I, I I think people just kind of pick up on certain things. Yeah, and I feel like in this Madden passing is is very inconsistent, very up and down. And when you like don't even attempt to have any like resemblance of a run game, I think that hurts you, right? Because you'll have those games where you will have like those crazy throwing stats, but you'll have more games where you have like five picks, four picks, you know what I mean? And that in PML, you know, those turnovers could kill you. So I think we see that a lot, and it just allows people to kind of stay in games. And like you said, that coupled with this, you know, it's basically season five, right? It's just yeah. it's season four, four. So we will see a, probably a bunch of weird stuff happening. I can only imagine how actually season five is going to look. <laughs> Forty-hour <laughs> events. Yeah, there's going to be all types of wild uh, records. But um, I think all that, you know, just is just I don't know, catching up to T Band at this point. Yeah, I, I think that's that kind of nail on the head both of you guys where it's like, yeah, it's um, – because, like, when I played T-Bandit, like, um, the second time I played T-Bandit or, or when we disconnected, um, like, it felt like he was going through the motions. Going through the motions the whole game. Like, he was picking his plays quick and stuff like that. He was just, you know, doing his stuff. If he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. And also, like, yeah, if, he's, if you're one-dimensional, it's just, like, going to put yourself in a box in some of these games. And then on the other side, like Wumbo, like some people are motivated to play right now. And Wumbo is like one of those guys. Like he, he feels like he's, you know, got something to prove. This is his season. He got the team the yeah. way he wants it now, or at least somewhat. And, you know, he's balling. Codes is another one where it's like, all right, like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to prove something that I'm missing the playoffs. And, you know, he's balling this year. So you're seeing just, you know, sometimes just the motivation factor. So uh, I'll say this. I know he's not listening to the show, and I know Neff's going to get a good laugh of this, bro. This is the worst. I logged in to do uh, AR. I have a dev game for the worst game possible with uh, Jonathan oh, okay, to hold the Broncos under 150 passing. <laughs> Yo, yeah, not happening, bro. <laughs> uh, can we can – we put- and go into the coach's office. Can we postpone this? <laughs> yeah, can like, we try this next week, man. <laughs> what the fuck? We, let's give it a shot next week. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's not – I'm not ever going to try to go after that. All right, we can continue the show. Just missed the dev game over here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's some tough news. That's some tough news, man. Um, but let's move on. We got, uh, you know, we got uh, the next game, which is my favorite game. Uh, the football team beating the Cleveland Browns 24-17. to 17. One of the main reasons HG ain't here today, so shout out King Mike for putting him in this hole. Um, yeah, uh, I watched some of this game. It was 24-10 to, uh, to 10 at one point, and then Mike started celebrating a, a pick that he got late and, you know, ended up in a fumble, and he took it for the... For, and took in, took it in for a score to make it twenty four to seventeen, but it really wasn't that close. Um, I'm, I'm really upset that Nick Chubb finished with fifteen points and had a fumble because he would have had the sixteen points necess- necessary for my pick'em. 
and the fumble actually just knocked him underneath 16 points. So thank you for that, uh, Mike. I really appreciate it. Um, so I, but, I didn't see this, but it looked like it was a defensive battle, not just by the score, but by the stats. And you know, HD puts up a lot of offensive stats and usually gives up a lot of defensive stats. But in this game, um, you know, Ritter, 216, pedestrian outing. Didn't, like, he, he did okay, but uh, Chubb, who's been dominating the season, just didn't get it going. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah, like, jumped- the difference in the game was, you know, Gibson was the better X-Factor running back. He had 144, eight broken tackles. And, yeah, that was just the straight-up difference there. Yeah, I agree. That's a uh, you know that's a really good job defensively to hold Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb is a pain in the ass. Man. So good job by King. Uh, King likes defense to really hold him, uh, you know, to a limited outing because uh, once he gets activated, it's, it's a tough go of it. Uh, other side, Antonio Gibson got involved twenty two for one forty four, so he was able to do uh, what he needed to do there as far as holding him, uh, you know, under yardage. Uh, moving on, we had the uh, New York Giants upset in the Dallas Cowboys 29 to 27 in a pretty big win because, you know, we, we I've joked around about, you know, a CPU wins against the Eagles, but they could play a factor if he's able to win the head-to-head matchups against the Cowboys and stuff like that. Uh, this um, is Burns' first user win season. Is it really? Oh, yeah, because the two were the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, so it was Eagles in um, Washington. He played CPU. Yeah. So he's, he's yeah, three and three, and all three wins are in the division. He he ran the ran the ball a lot with uh, Saquon for once. Twenty five attempts. Oh, wait. See what happens. Wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, see what happens is, the ball. Wait, is Washington who he played? Uh, he played like four times before he won. Yeah, it was that week one. Okay, okay. So that is so I see what we're uh I mean yeah. all you gotta do is check the stat line and figure out what happened to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott four interceptions, like CEO. He did the classic CEO where he shoots himself yeah. in the foot for literally no reason, like unforced errors. Yeah. And but you know, you do that against Burn. Burn Burns one of those guys. You you mess around, he'll he'll you know leave the door open, he'll smash it wide open. Run right in. Yeah, he's he's uh he's one of those that has a uh I would say a frustrating defense the way he plays defense because he drops everybody. He kind of plays that team bandit style defense. Like you, he'll give up the run, and no, you you can't really pass on his defense. Like he's dropping everybody back, and he's got all that athleticism back there, so it's tough to pass his defense because they cover a lot of ground. Uh, but you know, uh, really good win for the, the Giants in that situation. Um, moving on though, another game that was played, we had the uh, Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. Uh, final score for Indianapolis 25 for the Patriots. Um, looking at this, uh, you know, the, the Colts are having a really good season, and this is what's a must win game for the Patriots because they. I don't think they'll have a shot really at the at, at making the playoffs if you know they're dropping games like this because they still have to, to be the division. Yes, yeah, so you would have to go on a run, like you said. Um, but when it comes to the Colts, uh, I think he had eleven pass attempts. I assume most of those were when models actually on the field before he got injured. 
Uh, I mean, this game, I don't know when Waddle got hurt. I don't remember him getting hurt. But yeah. um, this was a weird game. Yeah, somewhere in there. This, this was a weird <laughs> game. Uh, these, these guys were playing really weird. They were both making like really awkward plays with their quarterbacks. Uh, Coes was kind of letting loose. Like, um, speaking of the rush three defense, Greeny like one of the kings of it. So you just be rushing three and wondering why not getting pressure. Coes roll out crossbody throw, find someone open like 15 seconds into the play. But then he would do a little bit too much of that and like you know get sacked or throw a pick or something. And then uh, Greeny, I don't know, Greeny was just throwing wild stuff. And it's one thing where, like, Coe's deeper guys like Greeny that um, tried to get big in plays. So he had four picks with uh, yours. And uh, Greeny also had a play where he had a kick return, and then got called back. He had a kick return touchdown. Mm. That was, like, early. But, I mean, like, so- Coe's went, went up early. Greeny cut it to three, but he never got the lead. Like, Coe's would always make a play when he needed to. Yeah, so um, you know, this is a this is a really good win for the Colts. Uh, you know, the fight for the AFC South. So this is a good win. Uh, now to another person from the AFC South. We had the Tennessee Titans actually in the Green Bay Packers, twenty thirty one. And uh, when we go ahead and take it away and talk about this game a little bit. Yeah, so uh, started out great. Uh, I think we were up like seventeen nothing uh, yeah. to start the game. And felt really good, and then we started thinking that we could throw the ball and don't and, tie and before you knew it, it was twenty four seventeen he was winning, and I was kinda like, shit, we gotta figure something out um but we forced uh five picks, so that was that was huge. Uh, I think we finished the game after being after going down seventeen twenty four. We finished on like a twenty four to seven run, so that mm-hmm. was uh, that was positive. Um, I'm I'm glad that we we're able to kind of regroup and and figure it out. Uh, but yeah, the the team has been interesting. You know, it's not super flashy stats from Bryce or or even Derrick Henry. I mean, I don't know how many times he's been broken. A uh, hundred yards, but you know, make sure we stop the run and forcing forcing turnovers. You know, that's all that we're we're really worried about. So, uh, you know, we're we're six and zero, and we got green next week. Well, he won't yeah. I, against me. We so I I I saw because on when I woke up and. Hefe's offense, like, this is the second game in a row I've caught, like, a good part of Hefe's game. Last last time it was against, um, Baldwin with the Dolphins, he won that game. This is the second game in a row where I was just really unimpressed with his offense, where it's like, I don't know if he's just not switching it up, people's adjusting to him, or what it is, but, I mean, Jordan Love had five picks game, and just, he never looked comfortable with 12 completions, and that felt like a stretch that he got 12. And I'll just check the season stats. He has seven touchdowns to 13 interceptions with Jordan Love, so it's like, even though the Packers are four and two, like there's to work on for that team right now. Yeah, and it felt like a lot of his offense was like, you know, I, I think uh, if you look at it, I mean, a lot of it was checkdowns. I mean, Aaron Aaron Jones had five of his twelve completions, um, and most of those were just coming out of the backfield and you know immediately checking it down. So it was like. Yeah, because everything uh, it, else was like a fucking crosser, like 20 yards downfield that was covered, so that was the only thing that was open. Yeah. 
Like, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's short passing, there's deep passing, there's also medium passing, which I think the backers can figure out what that is. Yeah. Well, and, and that's how they did, you know, since Roger, they had Rodgers season one and they made that Super Bowl run. Um, you know, their scheme has always been the home run ball or nothing. And, you know, it, it's just kind of when you know that's coming, um, it, it's not that it's, it's easy to stop, but it, it makes it a lot easier to, to stop your offense as a whole. When you know you, you kind of are, are I want to say he's one dimensional, but that that's kind of the way it's shaped. Is yeah, know, what he built around is getting right. play action, five yard crossers. I'm just like you know, it might work sometimes, but when it doesn't, he's yeah, five picks. Yeah, and you throw for two hundred yards. So yeah, it, it, it was a good showing by the defense. We showed out, um, made some. Crucial mistakes in offense that we're going to have to figure out. We, we just can't throw four picks. But uh, got the win, so that's all that It feels like every week, like, I just got the win. Yeah. It's not been crazy, but it's just good enough. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's how it's in the past couple weeks. I mean, we, we come back in and we barely beat Deloitte, had to come back against him. We almost got. Uh, Palm almost came back on us. We're only beaten by three on like the last few goals. It's like, you know, we're just stashing it out, but we're six now. So it's like. Yeah, if I don't uh, to win games, then that's a good quality to have. I just yeah. Know. Yeah, absolutely. So we're happy with where we're at. We, uh, yeah, huge, we have, huge win to move the season around. We've got a good lead on the. Uh, we got two games on our goals. And then if Cook loses, we'll have three on him. If he wins, we'll have two on him as well. Plus, yeah. plus the head-to-head against Cook. So, yeah. Good start. Good start to the season. Really, really good start to the season after some, you know, disappointing start. start to the season. <laughs> yeah, but um, other than that, anything you guys want to talk about? Because we're going to talk about the, the kids. Are we doing, are we doing predictions? Yes. Oh, yeah, we're going to do predictions because it's watches tomorrow. So let's jump into predictions real quick. Um, we don't have HD here, but I'll have to go get his predictions uh, on the own time. So let's go into the pick Uh Somebody want to pull up a for me? Yeah, I got you. All right. Go ahead and uh, take it away. All right. First game, we have the Green Bay Packers coming off the loss to the Tennessee Times the week before. Having two Dallas Jaguars who are also coming off a loss against Wumbo and the Minnesota Vikings. Packers oh. at Jags. And these are both Jags. teams that have lost to Wumbo this season. I mean, I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. I think they just have a better roster. Uh, I'm going to Jags. I, I think T-Bandit has defense for this office. I'm going to take the Packers because I don't think he even has the defense. He just gave a 49 to Wombo. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but I, I thought about it. I was like, nah. I'm not sure. But yeah, we'll see. He might. Yeah, you know. He's one, if Hefe is one-dimensional, the thing with the band, you have to like mix it up a little bit. But if Hefe is one-dimensional, then yeah, he might actually have the defense for it. Uh, okay. 
Next game, we have the 3-3 three and three New Orleans Saints traveling to Kansas City to play the 0-5 Chiefs. Um, this isn't a tough one, but I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm taking Saints. I'm going to go with the uh, Chiefs. I think they get the first win. Yeah, even though my pick doesn't matter. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I think, the right. team, I think the team finally going to get a It's finally going to happen. Finally going to happen. He's come close. Uh, next game, we have the New England Patriots, 1-5, traveling to Nashville to face the undefeated, undisputed 6-0 at Titans. Titans across the board. Uh, what's the next game? Next game, we have the 4-2 Washington football team traveling to Pittsburgh. Steelers across the board. Steelers 2-4. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you take that. All right, next game, we have the Seattle Seahawks traveling to MetLife to face the New York Jets. Jets across the board. Jets. Yeah. Wow, not a lot of lot of one side <laughs> game. All right, this next game we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Mile High to face the Denver Broncos across the board. All right, we have the Falcons yeah. three I, three. That's gonna be. I think those actually one of those games where hey, Max Williams would be the opponent in the final score is like fifty-two to fifty-nine. Yeah, well, it's like a seven-point game. Yeah, but it never. Like, won. he'll still win. Like, it was never hit out, but, like, yeah. Um, next game, we have the Falcons traveling to L.A. to face the 4-1 Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers across the board. <laughs> All right, so now we have the 1-4 Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling oh, to Las Vegas. Raiders across the board. <laughs> yep. All right, we have Byrne and the New York Giants. Traveling to Glendale to face the Arizona Cardinals. Giants across the board. Uh, I'm going to go Cardinals here. Okay. Oh, what a bitch. Glad glad someone broke the, like, streak. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, What's next here? Uh, Vikings traveling to LA to play the Rams. Yo, we about to mollywop the the Rams, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You, 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 you Q, Q, Q is gonna get dicked down in this one, but uh, for my content points, I'm gonna go with the Rams. <laughs> I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams as well. I feel like he would pick the Vikings. This looks like the best game so far of the slate. We have the Detroit Lions going to Houston to play the Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans. Same. Texans. Yeah, I mean, I want to I like I want to believe that Hype Mike is all there, but I just right now at 1 and 4, I don't think that he is. Uh, I mean, he's a a CPU win over the Eagles away from being 2 and 4. Yeah. Everyone's this game, he's three and four. Like, how might not the slow start here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Texans, but I, I would not be surprised if Hype Mike shows up for, for this game. This is really a – he's got Texans, Vikings, Packers, Sox, Vikings. 
So, like, I feel like this is if there's any stretch in his schedule to turn around, um, it may be here, but I don't know. Um, uh, next game we have the that is this week's schedule. Sorry, uh, Carolina Panthers traveling to Philadelphia to face. The Will team. he be back? That's the question. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna be over this weekend, so I'm gonna go up Panthers. Eagles, regardless. I think JP might actually lose with the CDU. I'm going Eagles, regardless. <laughs> uh, I'll take Eagles. Back May 1st, and we. I think the next advance is. Or June 1st, I mean. I think the next advance is on June 1st. So it's so, 28th. Uh, we got and then the 29th, 31st. Man, just go to Eagles. You know you want to. Yeah, I'll just have it. All right, cool. <laughs> the only thing that's been keeping me alive, no, 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 I went Panthers. Fuck you. The only thing that's been keeping me alive in the pick has been the Eagles. <laughs> uh, uh, last game of the slate. This is game. This is game we have a, we have a right game model. Taylor. No, oh, Taylor Waddle's injured. Oh, Waddle's hurt. Waddle's <laughs> Dolphins, we have a Jonathan Dolphins. Taylor revenge game. The Miami Dolphins, Dolphins 0-6. The winless. He, he gets his first one here, Dolphins. Go to Indians with cold. I'm going to go cold. I'm going to go cold. He only completes 11 passes a game. <laughs> Yeah, but three of them are to waddle over the top for a touchdown. <laughs> well, like, Fallen's just going to give it to him. Pigs are playing Fallen, bad offense. Fallen's just... Fallen is 0-6. Is, I'm taking it. Uh, you you, you picked the... Oh, go ahead. Go. Bubble lost to Seattle. Lost to jail. Shit. Um... Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking the Colts. Oh, fucking! I need games. Oh, it's like we six. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad. <laughs> uh, no, we're all we're all real close. I'm just trying to get. No, but I'm I'm in last place already, right? No, uh, I think I am. Even no, with the Eagles, I, we're tied at fifty one okay. and twenty four. Uh, we need to first have fifty three and twenty two. Oh, it's time to end the show. You're lagging. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to fill AD's role. So I've I haven't finished this one yet. Alright, cool. Oh, Alright, so that's it for the pickups. Anything else you guys want to talk about we'll get out? Nah, I'm uh, I'm a big chill. See you on motherfuckers on Monday. Yeah, hopefully everybody has a good weekend. Stay safe. Stay safe. Everybody take a deep. Uh, this was Free Show Friday. We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Friday. We're gonna we're gonna need Free Show Friday because I'll be unemployed um after the day. Well, hey, oh, is it, that I'm was that was this. there's a um. um that's fine. That was your decision, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Well, I put my... I resigned. That sounds better. Than it, wasn't my decision. it wasn't my decision. It wasn't my decision. Thanks, you.
<laughs> but we're we're in this together, you know. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. We're gonna. I'm gonna fly out to Boston, and we're gonna become roommates. We're all in this together. <laughs> no, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's the matter? I know you like high school uh, musical. 